welcome to the Operation Move podcast. My name is Zoe and I'm here with Kate. Hello. Haven't you got an exciting week coming up? I do, I do. I'm in Fiji from Tuesday to Tuesday. So uh, we're there for seven nights. The kids are going to be looked after by my mum and my aunt, which is awesome, having great family like that. Um, And it's... Josh's, uh, it's his 40th birthday and um, next month it's our 10 year wedding anniversary so we thought we'd um, do something like that. We're already looking at like there's uh, some sort of cruises you can do where you can also go paddle boarding which I think would be super fun. So. Oh that would be awesome fun for people with coordination and balance, <laughs> neither of which are me. But <laughs> Either way you know like if you fall in, well that's you know. Well you're in there, Fiji. There are worse yeah. things so yeah. Yes, I'm not at all jealous or upset about that as I look out my bedroom window to grey skies and blustery winds yet again. Thanks, Melbourne. <laughs> well played. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So it'll be – I think it's a bit of a wet season over there, but I think you still get good patches of, of weather through the day and it's still always going to be around, you know, 30 degrees. And I'm like, yeah. yay, air conditioning, because we haven't really got air conditioning here. We've got, like, a uh, window – aircon unit in the kitchen which is really weird that it's in the Mm -hmm. kitchen um and it pretty much only works if you stand in front of it which i'm kind of okay with because that's my hiding spot in the kitchen like i I open the pantry door and i can kind of stand behind that and i have the air conditioner hitting me and then people won't see me and ask me to make them stuff (laughs) (laughs) i like the way you think (laughs) and you'll be all in the water and swimming and stuff anyway so a bit of rain's not gonna hurt yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it'll be um, it'll be lots of fun and, you know, uh, I have been there before but not since I was about 10. So that's a, that's a long yeah. time between drinks. That'd be amazing. Well, you know, I'll think of you while I have apparently my children home for numerous days from school this week because that's a thing now and I'm doing crazy things trying to keep them entertained while the weather makes up its mind. <laughs> oh, so funny. Like I have mine home today and right now they seem to be otherwise occupied which I will choose not to let that worry me too much and um but I did a Q&A for Run Club this morning which is I do like a a video live stream and people have sent me their questions and I answer them and then I hang out in the comments if people have any questions based on that which is always super fun but um this morning like I said to the kids I'll be like 10 minutes I go outside um to do it just to you know, better lighting and stuff like that than being inside and people can't see my mess <laughs> that way. Um, and they had like three fights in the space of five minutes. I'm <laughs> like, this is so my life. <laughs> and, um, and then I had people in one club saying, this is just like my house. And I'm like, yep, <laughs> it's exactly the same here. So, but they have seemed to have, uh, calm down and I just wanted to uh, have a bit of time to hang out with them before because as much as I'm going to enjoy having the break I'm really going to miss them as well yeah you will and you'll be so excited to see them next week when you get home and they'll be so excited to see you yeah and they, they're going to have uh, have loads of loads of fun and it's it's kind of makes it a bit easier for my mum in that they'll be at school so she won't be needing to be with them 24 7 Josh has never been there, so it's going to be exciting for him too. And um, I've got um, 
I booked in all of the transfers so I don't even have to worry about getting to the hotel. Somebody's going to pick us up. <laughs> nice. Well, that sounds awesome. Well, I'm not going anywhere anywhere near as exciting as Fiji, but I'm looking forward to heading to Adelaide this weekend with my big kids, which I've never done a trip just with those two. And they're trying to prove to me this week that they can actually get along for more than seven minutes in a row so that there's some chance we'll enjoy it. <laughs> and, you know, they're pretty convincing. They've been pretty fantastic so far. We'll see if they can keep it up. Uh, well, it, it always helps because, you know, if, if, they can, if they can do it, then that would mean more trips in the future, so... Yeah, exactly right. And I'm just, I'm so excited about the chance to have some bonding time with them before the baby comes because the little two, I don't know, they're just kind of around more. The big kids are getting really independent and they'd much prefer to be with their friends and with me. So I'm just going to soak them up a little bit and it should be really fun. Yeah, it does sound nice. Yeah, fun one. So today we thought we would have a chat about things we like to listen to. So I know when I was um, when I was running, and in particular when I've been um, training to improve my speed, I like I like I tend to listen to music more when I'm doing kind of speed work or tempo runs and things like that because I have particular playlists that I've picked songs that have um, a BPM that matches with what I want my cadence to be. But for long runs and at the moment when I'm walking and stuff, I'm loving podcasts. So we thought we might share some of our favourite things to listen to. Yeah, and to just go back to a couple of those uh, jargony words back there, cadence is um, steps uh, per minute. And generally speaking, for a run, you're kind of aiming for around... Like most of us don't necessarily do 180 but you're kind of aiming to get it there and it's obviously going to go down a bit if you have walk breaks in there. But for, you know, like a tempo-based run, you know, aiming for 180 steps, it sort of it makes you more efficient, stops you from overstriding, and it seems like a lot at first. So having a song that has 180 beats per minute will help you raise your, um, your step level. Yeah, and you know, I remember at one point when I was learning to run and I actually felt like getting that step rate was way more important than it turns out it actually is. I got in a metronome app and I used to play that over music so that I could – and it was really hard because it's distracting from the music and then it – I don't know, it was just kind of irritating. Like it's a good idea but it doesn't work the way you think it's going to. <laughs> and then I realised like why am I playing a metronome when there are a zillion songs out there, many of which I might enjoy – that will achieve the same thing. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you can now with uh, Spotify, you can kind of, you can go in for uh, running and just pick that you want songs, you know, and that are at a certain, like at 180 and it'll just pick songs for you based on that. Um, or you can just sort of look up, you know, playlists for, you know, faster music. Another good thing, like if you're kind of looking at wanting to increase your uh, steps, um, if you move your arms more quickly, your feet will follow and it's a lot easier to move your arms more quickly, like think about moving your arms more quickly than it is to think about moving your legs more quickly. So it's just a bit of a, um, like a hack to kind of like get going faster is just do the arms faster and then the legs follow. Yeah, that's an awesome tip. I remember hearing that one early on and not believing it. And the first time you try it, it's like, whoa, really works. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but that's all sort of, you know, the 
the technical side of if you want to play around with cadence but for like I was always really big on listening to to music and like I've tried running with like a lot of people really enjoy uh, running with no sound no music no nothing and I've tried that and I just cannot handle listening to my to my own breathing like I just can't <laughs> like it's and th- but there I mean there have been times where I've done uh, done runs and quite long runs without um, without music like if I've been like I've done um, trail runs without music because I just kind of felt I was soaking up more of the experience by not having the um the music there and um I've done you know some um some road races without it obviously if I'm running with someone I'm not listening to music so I've done that there but for the most part I'm sort of similar now in that um if I'm doing something sort of at an easy pace I'm quite happy to listen to to a podcast and but if I'm doing something that's sort of faster then I will pick um music that because it just like listening to something like a podcast it just slows my pace right down like even if I wasn't thinking about it at all like if I went and did a long run listening to music and then I went and did a long run listening to a podcast the podcast one would be slower it's just and so it's quite good for a long run because it sort of keeps your your pace much more where it should be rather than with you know with music sometimes it can sort of you can sort of drift up into more of a a steady t- state or tempo sort sort of ish run, rather than it just being super super easy. Mm. I used to love when we were training for um, the marathon a few years ago. I used to love long run day as much for the opportunity to catch up on podcasts as for the run. And because back then I was running kind of out in the country, and I would sometimes spend you know three or four hours and not see another soul or maybe one person. It was just a really lovely way to go. And I think because I've been listening to podcasts for a few years now, a good few years now, and so there are some that I've been listening to that whole time that I've loved from the start. And, you know, every other week someone will recommend something that I love. And I think it's awesome to be able to share those too because obviously we enjoy podcasts. That's why we're doing one. Um, And we know a number of people who also have podcasts. But then I think probably our tastes in what we listen to are – little bit different as well yeah I mean I I really um I think that I love about podcasts is I think that as much as you know you have uh websites or things like Facebook or apps getting you know more and more mobile friendly it's I think a podcast is the only truly mobile friendly thing in that I don't need to look at a screen to be able to kind of like take it in so I can be cooking dinner and I can have a podcast going and I don't like I could have Netflix on in the kitchen but I'm going to miss a good amount of it if I'm doing something else um and you know or going for a run also don't need to look at a screen or read anything obviously you can can just have it going and so for me it's been a great most of the things that I listen to are more educational than entertainment sort of based you know so I will kind of look at things like I um, probably some of the, the things that I'm listening to at the moment are like the the Tim Ferriss podcast which is a lot of that is sort of about performance optimization whether that be sort of productivity or um, 
or diet or fitness it sort of covers a broad range of things or like um also for I'm listening to a bit of the mind muscle project at the moment which is sort of a functional fitness one or like uh, unemployable which is sort of like an entrepreneur based one but they all tend to be um, I do tend to treat them as education more so than listening to something for like Josh listens to um, like comedy type stuff and it's kind of funny because like he'll be in the kitchen in the morning he'll have his headphones in and he'll just be like occasionally giggling <laughs> so I'll be in there in the morning and every now and then there'll be this giggle and be like hi giggles <laughs> um so yeah like he has a very like he wouldn't think to kind of like listen to things that weren't sort of entertainment or comedy based I don't think yeah, so let's maybe pull up our um, our subscription list and maybe if we both talk about, say, the top five that come up and maybe do a little review of them and people can then decide if they might be something that they would like to listen to as well. All right, what would be your top one at the moment? Well, at the moment, oh, it's not top because it's favourite but just because it's at the top. Actually, it's up there though. I just finished listening to the first season of Team Effort with Ed Cavalli. I listened to quite a few um comedian podcast it's not something I had any interest in until our friend Dobbo put it put me on to um I love green guide letters a few years ago and since then I've kind of got to know a lot of particularly the Melbourne comedians and obviously a lot of people know Ed Cavalli and Tony Martin and those kind of old school comedians are so team effort is they've just done one season that's Ed Cavalli with Ash Williams and the first few episodes, they also had Tony Martin, they had Jane Kennedy, Santo Chilaro, just people who I grew up thinking were hilarious and loving. And some of the topics they covered were just like, just too funny for words. So it was one of those ones that I'd be listening to while I was doing the ironing and our like the room I iron in looks directly into our neighbour's yard and they can see straight over the fence and the amount of times he would have just glanced in the window and seen me doubled over <laughs> with laughter and just thought, what is wrong with that lady? But it was just a really good one. And, I mean, Ed, Ed Cavalli, I'm a bit hot and cold on sometimes. He and Ash Williams have their own podcast which hasn't hit the mark for me but this one team effort I thought yeah I'm definitely going to subscribe to because as soon as the second season comes out I am all over it so it's a good one if you are looking for a laugh for me probably I started listening to podcasts more as um as a sort of more digestible version of an audio book so I was like oh, I want to learn about this so I'm going to find a podcast about this and um delve into into it that way which is probably why our podcast tastes tend to run a bit different um so probably the one that I have most consistently listened to recently is the Tim Ferriss show and people might probably his main claim to fame is he has He's an author, but he's written things like the uh, four-hour work week and the four-hour body, which is a bit of, I think, a bit of a thorn in his side (laughs) with that name because, you know, endless jokes about, well, you know, you're only supposed to be working four hours a week. What are you doing? Where his kind of original concept was more like you can be 10 times as productive so you could potentially do a 
40 hour, hour week in four hours and but a lot of people obviously want to work more than four hours so it's just about maximizing productivity um, so and similar with uh, for our body was sort of based on an experiment he did where he put on something obscene like 30 pounds of muscle on in a month and just and only did sort of his exercise sessions were probably only about three or four a week and only about 30 minutes so it's really all of it is about um, you know sort of minimum input to get maximum outcome and so unreal <laughs> so he interviews for the most part like there are some sort of in-between episodes that are just sort of like essays of stuff that he's written um, but for the most part it's an interview format so he and he will interview all sorts of like some of it will be you know like famous people like uh he's interviewed um the one of the musicians from Lincoln Park and um also interviewed you know actors like Jamie Foxx and that kind of stuff but a lot of the time the ones that I like the best are where he's sort of it's more like him uh talking to people who he uh, has friendships with like he talked to um, one of the sort of big uh, CrossFit mobility guys Kelly Starrett and he they had a whole sort of chat about you know like sort of his philosophies on mobility and you know what's missing and you know pain in terms of uh, exercise and all of this this sort of stuff and he's also talked to you know that guy um, what's it called he does this um, show about um i think it's like some kind of like bizarre food show mm. <laughs> and which really it's not that bizarre it's more him going to a different culture and experimenting with what their food is and that kind of stuff but his own personal story is actually really really interesting because he um was basically a homeless drug addict in new york for years and and after ha, had had a period of success and then uh, basically succumbed to his his addiction and then managed to uh, finally like listen to some of his friends and got himself into into rehab and then sort of changed his life and everything like that so I think that that's the part of it that I like the best is you kind of have these sort of success stories but then you, you kind of like delve quite deeply into what their background is and what their motivation is and you know things he sort of he does tend to have standard questions he asks like you know what sort of morning routines uh people have you know and and it's oh, I always find it really fascinating to listen to what you know what people's sort of habits and rituals are that they get into and it sort of feeds into all of my interest in the creative process and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think I listen, I've listened to a few of the Tim Ferriss podcasts, but one I really enjoyed was an interview with Seth Godin because I have big fangirl over Seth Godin. I love him. I love yes. listening to him speak. I love what he has to say. I love his attitude. And it was one of those podcasts where you're listening to these two people who I have a great interest in both of them and it was just a really good conversation. It was really interesting. It was a great app. Yeah, I really 
I really enjoyed that one. And if you're interested in Seth Godin, you can go and he has a podcast series, which is actually from a live recorded uh, sort of a seminar that he did with a bunch of up and coming uh, business people. And it was so, it was so interesting and you know, really great place to start if you are thinking about, you know, starting your own business or expanding your business or anything like that. And because he has just such a fascinating take on marketing and marketing is one of those things where I would normally go, that's just the most boring thing ever, <laughs> you know, but the way he talks about it, it's not. So it was really, that was, a. I think there's probably about um, 13 or they've taken the sort of the few days and the weekend and I think they've turned it into around 13 podcast episodes um, and definitely well worth it if you um, are interested in listening to Seth Godin. Mm, yeah, I've listened to that series twice. It's called Seth Godin's Startup School. I'm just having a look at it in my um, feed now and I've really enjoyed it because I've actually listened to a couple of his audiobooks as someone who finds marketing absolutely thrilling <laughs> um, I, I, and he makes it even more so. So, I, yeah, that's a really good series for anyone with any interest in that kind of stuff or in small business and startups and things. Um, and on the topic of interesting conversations, another podcast I've been listening to for years now is um, Conversations with Richard Feidler, which is from, I think it's Radio National that it appears on it's the podcast of that from the ABC stations. And Richard Feidler just has such a beautiful manner in speaking to people. And I love that each interview, like he, he talks to some quite famous people, he talks to people that you would have heard of, but he quite often is talking to, you know, someone who you've never heard of in your life just because they've got an interesting life story and it, he gives a platform to people to share their stories. And he just, I think the thing I love most is that, you know, so many interviewers are pushing their own agenda, like they're asking questions, looking for specific answers and trying to drive things in a particular direction. And you don't get that sense with him. Like at all times he's in control of the conversation and obviously is aware of his time constraints and whatnot, but it feels like a conversation and you learn such interesting things and it just reminds you that every single person out there has a story and he really helps people kind of share theirs in a really uh, genuine way. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that so much of the things that I really enjoy are really kind of a story or, you know, like something that has a narrative and um, like I really, and sometimes it's just that there are people I listen to who, you know, like I like their podcast and I like what they do, but sometimes it's just that I really like the sound of their laugh. Is that weird? <laughs> It's, That's not weird. <laughs> it's, you know, like I listen to um, Reply All, which is essentially, it's a podcast about the internet. So they'll have different things um, on, like one was about this, was like this kind of quite out there. It was sort of like an Instagram app, but for doctors. So they'd be sharing like all of these gross pictures mm. and stuff like that. And they were talking to um, a friend who was a doctor and she was just saying how you know people's you know perception of you know medicine from the point of view of like what's on tv is so different from the reality and you know like and she said nothing's more true than of a cardiac incident needing to be defibrillated or whatever or you know like 
any kind of resuscitation like that and she's saying how it's so much more violent than you could ever possibly imagine and so that doctors have this kind of this is kind of like hidden little world where they communicate with one another in a way that they would just never expose sort of civilians to and so it's, it was really interesting so they pull out all sorts of like interesting um stories that are sort of around things like whether it might be an app or they also uh, track down uh, one of the first people who ever did sort of essentially like broadcast her life on live streaming you know before you know way before any of the sort of like oversaturation of that kind of or reality like sort of like the beginning of reality tv I guess and sort of and then chased her up and found out sort of what happened to her why she stopped what she's doing now all of all of that kind of stuff so I I find that like I've always got loads of interesting stuff on there but I also just really love the sound of their voices (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm a bit like that with um this American Life which is probably the first podcast I think I ever subscribed to because I love Ira Glass's voice and his accent and he's just beautiful to listen to and that's just aside from the fact that I find the stories fascinating probably that and also if people like um kind of that story-based podcast they might like to listen to The Moth which is uh short stories usually um performed live by just everyday people and obviously they practice them some of my favorite ones have been in high schools and it's students who have kind of been coached and worked up a story and discovered how they can tell it to an audience maximum effect and things like that and and some of the stories are just amazing and it's again it's nice to listen to people's voices and hear what they have to say and get an idea of what a life completely different to yours might look like Mm, yeah I mean it's it's kind of funny because most of what I listen to is not actually you know uh running sort of or fitness podcasts like most of for, for the most part it's other stuff I guess you know like I get so much from the community that often like what I listen to is sort of like outside of of that like I started listening to um, there's a new it's a new uh, podcast called Heavyweight, which is not uh, nothing to do with boxing or um, anything like that. And it's basically this guy who is going into people's lives and he's taking this kind of like this pain point and then seeing if they can kind of like do something to resolve it. So as an example, there was this one of the first things he did was this guy Gregor who had been friends with Moby for, you know, on and off for a long time but they were essentially estranged because uh, years ago he had um, found these um, it was like called like Sounds of the South or something but it was all of this sort of like uh, music and it was this uh, CD box set and he really loved it and he lent it to Moby and Moby went on to use it to create one of his most successful albums ever and he never returned the CDs and it was just and and they had sort of become estranged after this and for and they sort of they were talking to Gregor and they were talking he was talking to Gregor's wife and she was saying how he's just really incapable of letting anything go and it just and it had become this really big kind of symbol of how you know he had never had 
had the success that Moby had and you know and now that he was you know 50 or so it was you know it was never never going to happen and he was really happy with his life but it was just this kind of symbol that he had actually been a part of something quite big and it had never really been acknowledged and you know and it and it had sort of plagued him and he was and they were sort of talking about well what would happen if you asked Moby for the the you know CDs back and they were kind of like talking about stuff like that and so eventually they went um they went and saw Moby and they had a um a chat about it and you know and Moby was sort of talking about his own experiences with you know with the kind of the delusions of success and that kind of stuff and um and then basically acknowledged that if Gregor hadn't given him those CDs none of that stuff would ever have happened and later on he sort of emailed him to apologize for never acknowledging that and even though he never got the CDs back it was kind of this healing moment where he could let it you know let it go and move on and it's kind of it's a kind of interesting podcast to listen to because in some ways it's almost uncomfortable to listen to because it's so private and you're dealing with these really kind of like personal moments like another one was with the the guy who the host his father who um they he had been estranged from his brother for a long time and essentially the pain point was that um his father had physic been physically abusing his mother and his mother had left and then his mother had come back for his brother but not for him and then she ended up coming back anyway and not leaving but there was always this moment where he knew that his mother had chosen his older brother and not him and then when they got into a, actually had a proper conversation about it it came out that the reason was that although his father had never been physically abusive to him he his older brother had basically taken the brunt of it and so his his mother had been concerned that if she hadn't you know hadn't come back that he wouldn't have survived whereas she was you know less worried about the the younger one which is still you know it's it's still a hard thing to come by but he came to kind of realize that his his brother had absorbed so much responsibility and so much pain from his father which he had never had to experience that's so sad and horrible (laughs) it's horrifying I mean it's and and it's those kind of things that then he kind of talked about how it had always made his father really really sensitive and really like keenly aware of anything that seemed like a slight or an insult and it all sort of stemmed from the fact that you know he was never chosen and so and so it's it's it is one of those things where it's really interesting to listen to but it's also kind of hard to listen to Mm, I love those it's amazing what people will share of themselves when they're given a safe platform to do it yeah and it's and it and it is one of those um one of those things where I think that people can you can just see um so much of yourself in 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 those things and so even though you're just listening to someone else's story you can kind of it kind of gives you insight in into yourself and to other people as well that you might 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 resonate with you know as also seeing in that story Mm. and always I feel like with podcasts I have 
kind of in my head them divided up into the, the more long form podcast things like Richard Feidler's one which goes for an hour at a time and I will only listen to if I know I've got the time to listen to and then there are other ones that I like for short grab stuff and they tend to be lighter generally speaking so for instance one of those that I really love because I'm a bit of a person who loves following politics mostly because it just makes me angry at the moment (laughs) Um, but I'm loving Two Grumpy Hacks which is an Australian politics podcast with uh, Dennis Atkins and Malcolm Farr and they're two um, political journalists and they are they it's called Two Grumpy Hacks because of the um, the reference to the two grumpy old men in the Muppets <laughs> <laughs> and it's it is kind of a similar thing and it's it's it been interesting the evolution of this podcast because it started out um, I think kind of following Australian politics in the lead up to the election early this year but it's also encompassing the very quickly upcoming US election, which will probably be done by the time people are listening to this and will have some idea what's going on. Um, and it's just it's so interesting to hear the political journos take on that kind of thing because I think, f- for me, I watch a lot of political news and, you know, I love the insiders on a Sunday morning and things like that. Barry Cassidy's like my hero. And... I love watching that kind of analysis and taking it in, but I do it with a sense of horror quite often (laughs) because, honestly, our political situation in this country and in the US and in a lot of other places is pretty horrible. Um, So I guess I like that this particular podcast is usually like 10 to 15 minutes and they, they will touch on the big things that have happened in the week prior, but in such a hilarious way that it just gives that sense of levity that I think we all need at the moment when everything is so bloody serious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, if you think about some stuff too much, I mean, like you cry. <laughs> it's just, yeah. you know, like I have to be uh, very careful about like how much politics I absorb because it's just so depressing mm. um, and you know it's not like you always want to be part of the process I never want to get to the point where I'm like I'm not even looking at that because so much of that stuff like that's that's such a privileged point of view that I can it, that things affect me so little that I could potentially ignore them and you know like I never want to get away from that or not be involved in it but yeah there are some weeks where I'm like I don't have the the sort of like emotional strength to deal with that this week yeah you know (laughs) and um I mean probably one podcast that I do like that that is uh fitness and health related is Rebelology and it is the host is Emma Chalmers and she was people might remember her as the uh, Amazon trainer on The Biggest Loser which you know ordinarily I would (laughs) would not be recommending anyone from The Biggest Loser but she had some very strong differences with The Biggest Loser her idea is that she would have liked to have um, essentially a system that had absolutely nothing to do with you know calories or weight you know weight loss or anything like that so you can imagine how well that went down with the people at the biggest loser not very well and so she is very um very into um uh, being a body positive athlete and you know has a lot of um i think 
very similar values to the Operation Move community. And it's not something that are, like there's not loads and loads of episodes, like there were quite a few at the beginning of the year and then there's only been like a couple in the last couple of months. Um, but um, she's interviewed Lee Gilbert um, from Body Positive Athlete and she's really, she's really, really passionate uh, and I think that it is great to just have a really strong voice as a counterpoint to so much of that mainstream media about, um, you know, about putting sort of fitness in this construct of weight loss, which she's really not into at all. I love that. That's a great attitude to have. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And just sort of um, she talks a lot about, you know, some of the the sort of the attitudes that you can just take on without even necessarily thinking critically about it, you know, and challenging some of those beliefs that just sort of creep in without you knowing just because you're exposed to so much media. Well, that's a good one. That's a good one. I think the last one I would recommend that people have a listen to um, is called Chat 10 Looks 3. And it is hosted by Lee Sales and Annabelle Crabb, who I think might be two of my favourite women in the whole world. Like, I feel like I want to just go and hang out with them for a bit and we'd be really good friends. <laughs> um, for anyone maybe who isn't in Australia or who isn't aware of who they are, they are both uh, women who work on the ABC in Australia. So Lee Sales is the host of the 7.30 Report. Um, and Annabelle Crabb most recently had a program called Kitchen Cabinet where she would go and uh, cook with various members of our parliament here, which was very funny and very humanising for these people who quite often, I guess, to the public, they don't present a very human kind of face. So it was nice to be able to, (laughs) no, not at all. So it's nice to be able to kind of connect with even people who, like there are a number of politicians who I verge on despising and she managed to kind of bring out their humanity, which I think takes a fair bit of skill. And it might just be that I think she might just be a really lovely person, to be honest. And they're obviously both really smart women. But the thing I love about their podcast is because both of them are in um, quite, you know, they're, they're quite serious roles, particularly Lee Sales. Like she's interviewing politicians and prime ministers and whatever on the 730 report every single night. And then on this podcast, they're just friends having a chat. Yeah, I, I awesome. love. I love Lee. I, you know, I'm always oh, so impressed by um, by her being really fearless in her interview. Like, there's so much pandering in the Australian media that goes on to you know into anyone who is you know sort of uh, either in the public eye as a politician or is famous or whatever you know sort of like they're so scared that they won't get a chance to interview them again they ask these really boring questions and these really inane questions these questions that kind of don't you know don't really mean anything and then you have her and she asks the questions that I would want somebody you know that I would think of but then that people don't want to say because they're like oh don't rock the boat kind of thing 
Yeah, I love that about her too. I think they both are just women that I, I watch and I think, you know, I'd love my daughters to see them as role models kind of thing. I see them as role models. Like that's – I would love to be that strong and fierce and independent as they are presented to be at least. And then, you know, on this podcast they're talking about baking and books they like to read and various things as well as other serious things. And one of the two of the funniest episodes were their um, kind of reviews of the first two American political debates early this year. So funny. If you want to, you know, have a more lighthearted view of those debates, which I think, you know, a lot of people are taking the piss out of them in general. <laughs> but they did a really good job of it. And one of them in particular stayed with me because they were on holidays with their families together and they kind of um, sequestered themselves away with gigantic cocktails. <laughs> and I just thought that's, that's what I like. That's what I would like to be doing in my own life. And I like that you guys are doing that. And yet you're still talking about this really important kind of worldview stuff with intelligence, but with humor and dignity. And I just, I've got a lot of time for them and I really don't understand why we're not spending time together as friends. Yeah, I know. That's, it's just it's so hard to wrap your head around. I don't, I don't understand that, that at all. That's, that's like me with, um, certain people it's like people I have Twitter crushes on I just don't understand how (laughs) they're not just talking to me all the time it seems so weird yeah and it's probably a sign of a good um well this is is a good podcaster but also you know a good social media person in that that you do feel that they're so approachable and that they're people that you can relate to because really all we know of any of these people is this short grab that they present us with (laughs) Yeah, and it, and it's really easy, I assume, too, with um, you know, with people who are in the kind of roles that they're in, to be, you know, it would be natural to be fearful about you know, like talking about you know, like baking or whatever it is, or something that is kind of considered sort of stereotypically female, and not buying into that thing that somehow it's going to weaken you you know like people can very easily get into that kind of thatcheristic thing of like I have to kind of you know essentially operate exactly as a man would operate in order to maintain any kind of sense of power or control and so when you have people out there who are being you know either awesome in their business or amazing in their career and you know just being really relentless or fearless in that kind of domain and also for them to say yep and I also you know I like to bake cakes or I like to crochet or I like to knit or whatever it is that their hobby is you know like it seems like such a small thing but I also think it's I think it's an important thing to kind of like break down those those stereotypes that you can do things your own way with your own interests without it kind of you know taking away from you know your day job yeah and they're so authentic in the way they do it as well and I can listen to that podcast and be kind of cackling away at some conversation I've had and then be watching Lisa Allison 730 in her you know ultra professional persona and there's no jarring discord there like it's the same person I love that we have access to both sides of her personality without that sense of, you know, needing to hide it for the cameras or to be successful in a man's world, in inverted commas. Yeah, and I, and I think, think that it is, you know, it is fantastic. Like, I've seen a few exchanges between um, 
her and um, who's it, Lee Lin Chin. Mm. <laughs> Hilarious. Like I yeah. could, you know, I mean, I could only dream of being as awesome as Lee Lin Chin is on Twitter. Like her Twitter feed, honestly, it's just like you could you could marry that. Yeah, I think she's actually just genuinely one of the best people in the entire world. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> She's just awesome. Yeah, she needs a podcast. Has she got one? She should have one. If she hasn't got one, then I could listen to her more often. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, actually. I have to, have to look into that. I've, the um, I know um, she was pretty clear on that she was going to be stealing a gold logie from someone, but um, yeah. I'm not sure if she's gone into podcast yet. Yeah, she's good. Oh, speaking of stealing gold logies, though, I've only just recently in the last week stumbled across um, the podcast, which is also taken from a radio show of this year's gold logie winner, much to some people's shock, um, Waleed Ali, and it's called The Minefield, and it's a really interesting chat about ethics and morals. To be very honest, sometimes if I listen to a few in a row, I feel like it starts going over my head. Like I'm not capable of that kind of high-level thinking for, <laughs> for such an extended amount of time, especially if I'm listening to it whilst I am, you know, doing the ironing or one of the, you know, multiple super mundane tasks that I need to do on a daily basis. But it's really great to have a listen to because it challenges the way you think about things and it's, you know, it's really great argumentative kind of discourse. So that's another one to have a look for. And I think that we have probably given everyone <laughs> way more than they bargained for in the uh, in the podcast suggestions. Um, I mean, I think in terms of it's been interesting. Like recently, really easy to get into sort of like habits with music. Like I have a certain playlist on Spotify, and I just listen to that. And then it can come as a shock to me that there are are actual other features on Spotify that I haven't used and so I went on to the um, the radio function which it sort of like pulls together some you know songs from a genre and then you you know basically uh, thumb down or thumb up and it sort of improves the you know you know they've got some algorithm going who knows what they've how how that all works but I happened on to like I was we're in the car a few weeks ago and I happened onto a country music station. I was like, I really like this. This is, and you know, I used to listen to country music all the time. And it's just something that as I got more focused on 180 beats per minute, it became, I guess, less of something that I listened to. Um, and so I popped onto that with, with, uh, on, uh, Spotify and I've been very happily listening to pretty much exclusively, uh, country music since then and I don't know there's something about I do tend to get into a pattern of listening to the same music and something about it 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 just helps me think better when it's something to do with the repetition I don't know there's there's Mm. some some part of my brain I've always been like that you know when I was doing um you know lots of long form writing I would listen to the the same same music and somehow it just helped me be more creative yeah, I think it's to do with the predictability. Like your brain already knows what's coming, so it doesn't need to actually lock in. Yeah. But but it's like a comforting background noise because I find the same um, when I listen to music and I'm running. 
and I have I'm the same like I would have playlists that I would play over and over and over again and really never divert from but none of the music was actually sinking in and that would be when I would find I would kind of be my most creative in terms of thinking and coming up with ideas for blog posts or things I want to write about or different um, products I'd like to develop and things like that so yeah it's interesting isn't it it, it is and it's I think it's definitely worthwhile sort of you can you know there you can check out uh there are lots of sort of running playlists you can you know sort of um do a bit of a search for that kind of thing um but you know I think it's, it's also like I have I do have set up like I got my standard sort of playlist and then I've got I think I've just called it three kilometer playlist um, which is specifically for speed work which is you know sort of all we're we're in kind of I'm in kind of like eye of the tiger territory <laughs> on that playlist classic <laughs> yeah you can't go wrong and just no, you do you gotta do it properly <laughs> just things that are really kind of um are going to help me go faster so a lot of the stuff off the empire soundtrack I find found really good for that because it's got there's there's some music and there's some rapping in it but it's sort of like relatively high tempo awesome i feel like you've got two little girls who might be starving there we should probably let you go and feed them yes she she came in before because not because she was hungry but because she wants to know when she's going to get the computer back (laughs) also a valid query (laughs) (laughs) so yes i am gonna go this will um and we will be we will be recording next week, but we'll be recording on um, on Wednesday, so the podcast might not go up next time until Thursday or Friday, depending on uh, how productive I am. Once mm, I get back, yeah, we'll, we'll not be too cranky when you come back, super relaxed and zen, and yeah, okay, you've earned it. <laughs> it's about time you had a holiday. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be. Very, very nice to um, – I th- think the thing on holidays that I enjoy the most is the not having to feed everyone thing. Mm. That, you know, I mean, sure, you know, tropical paradise and, you know, all of that sort of stuff, but mostly not having to cook. <laughs> no, that is completely legit. <laughs> completely. <laughs> all right, well, we will let you go and have a fantastic time, but for everyone who's hanging out in boring old Australia like I am – If you have enjoyed this podcast, please do pop over, leave us a rating and a review. We love it when you do that, even when some of us are far away soaking up the sunshine. I'll still know. There's free Wi-Fi at the hotel, so if somebody gives us a review, I'll be onto it. (laughs) Yeah, and none of us are going to be looking at your Instagram for the next week in case we die of the jealous. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, don't don't do that. That'll be fine. Have an amazing week. I will talk to you next week. I'll speak to you then. Bye.